72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N. Yeah, boy. My, oh, my, it was hot yesterday, and it's going to be hotter today and tomorrow and the next day. It's just amazing. There is a mention of a little bit of light rain on um, Thursday. And they say Friday, not a cloud in the sky. But what about that storm last night? an interesting thing to watch and uh, I stood outside and watched it to uh, you know flow in our direction Scott you know and um, wow yeah I it mean, uh, got a little little vicious there at times the lightning was uh, significant I went to uh, one of those le- electronic apps that show uh, all the lightning strikes uh, we did not get it as badly as some other nearby areas um, boy, down around Pomeroy, it was peppered. Just uh, uh, on the on the uh, video thing where they show each strike. Up on uh, Peach Ridge, we had um, you know, a couple years ago, I sold a little tiny chunk to AEP, and they built this huge tower for their two-way communications out to their workers and everything who are hard at it as we speak i might add oh yeah trying to get things going again uh, if you haven't noticed w-a-t-h a-m is still off the air uh, it's uh, power lines were um, uh, what do you call it uh, not destroyed but uh, struck uh, struck last night and things have to be reset but uh, that's uh, on AEP, not us so much. But um, although I think we have to send somebody out there too. Anyway, um, let's see. I lost my train of thought. Anyway, the um, lightning strike. Lightning strike uh, hit that tall tower up there on Peach Ridge, the tallest one, uh, I believe, three times. Um, and it was loud, of course. Lightning strikes are like that. And I was, uh, the dogs and I were watching a little bit of TV, but just relaxing, and we had the blinds open and, you know, the lightning flashes and everything. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty accurate. Well, I'll tell you what, I've said this before, and and I enjoy, as weird as this may sound, a good thunderstorm. A sto- I think storms are exciting. Yeah, but I'm I'm sorry that it it's affecting so many people here in Southeast Ohio, especially on such a hot day that's expected today. Yes. That uh, hopefully the power will be restored. But uh, yeah, I I will stand by <laughs> my sliding glass door and check out the oh, yeah. elements and 
I go to the front door and check them out there. And At least in our neck of the woods, we didn't have the wind that they were expecting. Um, but we, we certainly had, uh, you know, a hard rain and lots of lightning. And, um, but the real big gusts of wind, we didn't have that. And they had said that was possible. Uh, I, maybe someone else in the vicinity of our signals here today uh, did experience that. Oh, yeah, I did. Where I am, there were big, gusty winds uh, for an extended period of time. And uh, then the rain just dropped, mm-hmm. lightning, and then overnight, lightning, thunder. And, uh, of course, that's Mother Nature's So, so how time. long did yours last, would you say, start to finish? Um, I'm going to say maybe the the heaviest activity, I'm going to say 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I meant you said there was lightning much of the evening. Well, I mean, uh, the, the heaviest, okay. uh, the heaviest segment that came through, maybe about 15, 20 minutes. But, yeah, there was lightning, you know, around our area and off in the distance, too, so that you could hear the thunder rolling and... I've always said it's my uh, my light. office in this building. We have three different air conditioning systems, and mine has failed. <laughs> so I went home and worked from uh, from home yesterday afternoon because it just was too damn hot. And I don't usually use such a word on the air, but that's how bad it was. Yeah, it gets a little toasty back there. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the the storm went on all night, as far as that goes. But the heaviest activity, you know, any couple different segments of 15 to 20 minutes probably with uh, some pretty decent amounts of rain. You know, it's, it's, um, I'm very proud of our industry, the broadcast industry. Uh, we put the word out. WOUB put the word out. Um, the, even Spectrum or your cable companies put the word out. Um, to be, be to get prepared, right? Yeah. And and um, be cautious. And um, it was amazing. I was somewhere in public last night. Where was it? Uh, you forget so easily. Anyway, and all of a sudden, everybody's cell phones went off at the same time. Everybody in the uh, I guess it was a restaurant. Everyone in the restaurant. And, you know, we all look at each other, but we knew what it meant. And it's that EAS two-tones, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which we air often when there's a warning or even a test once a month. Or is it once a week? What, whatever it is. Um, but uh, your phones are now set up to make the same noise. And then, of course, you look at your screen and it says uh, a thunderstorm approaching or something like that. Yeah. So uh, the emergency activation system. Um, I had a lot to do with starting that years and years and years ago when I was working in Washington. It's kind of nice to see how it has grown and, and become very effective and reliable. Oh, well. 
Good morning. It's June 14th. I got a long list here. Today is National Flag Day. Scott, I appreciate you're a bit taller than I am. And I notice each day, you, uh, if there's been a lot of wind gusts and our flag out front of the station is kind of hung up on its pole, mm-hmm. you unfurl it. Yes, I do. And I, I use a, a broom handle because of my short nature. And it's a little harder, but you do it really well. Well, and, thank you. And uh, National Flag Day. Uh, I feel those colors are meant to be unfurled and displayed. Not only Flag Day, but every day. I have, um, as long as I can remember, wherever I've lived, I've always had the uh, United States of America flag flying. Um, You know, here in Athens, you know, another thing people are prone to do is to show the OU colors, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, that one gets furled up all the time, and I'm constantly unwinding it from its post. But um, I think it's because there's a bush to one side of it, which prevents it from unfurling in the wind, too. If I, I don't know if that made any sense or not. But <laughs> yes, I followed you. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, I've been looking for... Um, you know these little hanging flags that go on wires? Yeah. Um, little wire stands. Yeah, that you have we, a yard insert or yeah, something like that? We, we, we've got one for the Bengals, of course. Bengals. Yeah. Go Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, I also would like to find one without any verbiage on it, simply the colors of the Ukraine. One of those hanging flags that would be on this metal. Um, it, l- it looks like an upside-down L. And the part of it goes into the ground, and the other part displays the flag hanging. Yes. Um, for Pat's funeral, or services, I should say. No, I guess that's okay. Funeral. Anyway, um... We have, um, I think, two people coming in from the Ukraine. One that uh, is a former Ukrainian, um, now a professor down in uh, South Carolina, and the other one who is uh, a resident of the Ukraine. Um, But what is happening there is just... Well, hard to imagine. Hard to imagine. Yes. Uh, I'm off the topic, way off. Let's, let's, uh, let's get on track here. Today is National Flag Day, and that's what brought it up. Yes. We do have a Ukraine flag displayed in here, as a matter of fact. Oh, yes, I did notice that. A little, little one. Yes. We had a uh, guest come in. 
one day, and I think she had some Ukraine heritage that uh, we did the interview with her. Yeah, um, um, Kachelenko. Um, yeah, and then we, she brought us a Ukraine flag, and so we promptly displayed it. Right. Okay, let's go on. Okay. It's, it's International Bath Day. Okay, do we really need that? <laughs> why why does there have to be one day a year that's International Bath Day? Take a bath. Use soap. <laughs> we yeah. can add that to the list of head scratchers. Like well, what? What? Okay. Uh it's the army's birthday. I'm just curious. Can we put a year to this? Yes, we can. Um, <clears throat> every year on June 14th, the United States Army celebrates its creation in 1775. Okay. I, I had to figure 1776 was going to be close. Uh, but 1775 on this date, June 14th. Okay. Yeah, it's the oldest military force in the U.S., and it obviously began before the United States formally yep. even existed. And according to Battlefields.org, there were never more than 48,000 Continental soldiers at one time. Today, the U.S. Army consists of over 1 million active duty service members, and an additional 800,000 National Guard and Reserve members. It's National Strawberry Shortcake Day. Yum. It's National Burby Day, Bourbon Day, and I'll go yum. <laughs> uh, folks, you all know I'm not much of a drinker, but I do like um, a cocktail. And... Uh, I love ciders. But anyway, National Bourbon Day. National Pop Goes the Weasel Day. <laughs> I don't get that one, but it's okay. <laughs> it's uh, National Call Your Doctor Day. National Forklift Safety Day. And National New Mexico Day. How about that? How about that? Pop Goes the Weasel Day celebrates the nursery rhyme. Well, duh. Children, no, it's not a duh. It really does. National Pop Goes the Weasel Day (laughs) for more than 300 years. Really? That's, yeah. So that Pop Goes the Weasel Goes the weasel. You know, that whole thing is more than 300 years old. Yep. The original version. You ready for this? Nope. Half a pound of tuppany rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Up and down the city road, in and out the eagle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Well, I have forgotten nearly all of that. But I sure heard a lot of this as a kid. 
All right. Yeah, it wasn't one of my favorites either. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't. Um, no, never mind. <laughs> Let's see. I, I still say it wasn't one of my favorites. <laughs> What's with my phone? Come on, turn back on. Okay. Um... I don't know. I guess I can share this. Okay. Um, you know, husbands and wives, you're a team. And certain duties are divided up. And um, when one is uh, leaves the scene unexpectedly, uh, it's... Uh, it's difficult to learn and proceed smoothly with those responsibilities that the parted one had taken care of, right? For example, uh, we've had a, a young lady that every other week came in and did a couple hours of cleaning. And Pat had told me that she had taken another gig or something, and so we had to look for a new person. Well, I reached out to her anyway over the weekend, and I said, is there any chance you could continue? And she said, you bet. Very cool. So I just got her notice here a moment ago saying she's on board and working. Oh, nice. And it only takes like three hours a day. Uh, three hours every two weeks. Each time, yeah. Good. Well, that's one thing off your list. Yeah. That's what I do whenever I But the I other have... things are more complicated. I mean, you know, like bank accounts. Oh, mercy. I do, you know, I I do that by myself all the time. So, yeah. I mean, it's just something you, you do. You have a list and you work toward that list. And you accomplish one thing, you take it off the list, move on to the next one, try to delegate the time, the approximate time you need to address that. You know, if you have due dates or something like that. Folks, I don't mind uh, mentioning that uh, I'm, uh, asked, I'm seeking a little bit of counseling, okay? Okay. Um, because this is a difficult time. Sure it is. It's not a bad thing. And, um, you know, I, I said to my counselor by this evening, as a matter of fact, I wish I could find an organizer. Now, of course, these people are going to want money, and we're not overflowing with money. But, you know, I don't mind paying something to help me get organized. And I'm talking about our financials, uh, the house. Uh, I know that um, in July, when Paul comes home, uh, he has uh, already expressed his interest in cleaning out um, a lot of clothing and taking it to our 
goodwill or new to you or yeah. whatever that sort yep. of thing. Got to do it. That's so difficult for me. Oh, yeah. Because there were certain outfits that, you know, I dug. It would be fun to see her in and that sort of thing. And she took a lot of pains about how she dressed. So it's hard to let go of some of that. Well, stuff. of course it is. You get that sentimental attachment to it. Anyway, I'm trying to find a someone that might be an organizer without it costing me an arm and a leg or a torso. <laughs> um, did I just say that? Uh, yes, you did. Yeah, okay. And I knew exactly what you meant. It's like... Uh, Getting gas now at the gas pump. There we go with that one again. Yeah. It cost you an arm and a leg, maybe some toes and a few feet. Every, you know, a lot of people have been teasing me about driving the Mini Cooper. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, that's my reaction. Why? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's your vehicle. Yeah, well, I mean, it was Pat's, but. Well, it's a family vehicle. Yes, but I mean, I, there's one reason why. My, path, my Pathfinder gets 13 miles to the gallon. Now, granted, I've got some tools and equipment in the back, so if I took them out, it might get 16 miles to the gallon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But her car gets 33 miles to the gallon. So I'm driving the Mini. <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, it only makes sense now. With gas one, prices one out days, of control. One of these days I'm going to try to replace the Pathfinder. Yeah. Oh, well, let's go on. I that's, mean, you we're, know, we're, we're getting stuck here. That's all right. But, okay, back to what you were talking about. Which if you, was? If you wanted to continue. Organizer. Oh, yeah. Getting things or, organized in the house. Yeah. Clothing. Everything else. That goes with it. You know, I keep glancing up here at our computer screen, and there's this sketch. Yeah, I love that. Every well, morning it makes me smile. I I can see why. There's Folks, I wish we had um, a video thing in here. You know, some stations are doing that now. And we could. But there's a... Um, a picture of... What, what kind of breed would you say that is? Um, I don't know whether it's a kitty cat or a puppy dog. No, it's a dog. Okay. I'd say I'll give it a, a terrier. Okay. Something like that, maybe. Not a big dog. No. And it's, it's as cute as can be. Oh, yeah. And it's playing with a radio. And it's um, Liz next door on FM. Did who, who is very artistic. She's she's cool. Yes. Anyway, I just always glance at that and chuckle. Yeah, and she wrote my name on it there and, yep. and an put hers on the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I told her I look at that every morning when I come in and it makes me smile because it's it's just a really neat thing that she did, kind of like a spontaneous type of thing. It's really cool. You know, glancing around here. There's probably a lot of things pasted to the wall that we could discard. <laughs> uh, well, I don't. I don't think so because really? I. Yeah, I still use them. Okay. And I think some others do because 
whenever we need a, a certain cart number uh-huh. or a password of sorts, something like that, or if we need a quick, quick reference to an instrumental before we get to a news break, something like that, I like to have those there. I think others use them too. Yeah, maybe so. A lot of important information, but most of it I would have thought people have memorized by now. Yeah. Uh, well, we get new folks you oh, know, coming true. in and out, so it helps helps them as well. And I still I when have I do you? sentimental journey, I read that note there from Barbara Lay. Uh, she wrote that on August twenty first of twenty twenty. She's gone now. Yes, yeah, she's passed. So, I mean, the thing she wrote in there was was very nice, yeah. and and it's it was nice of her to take the time to to do that. Have you listened to the sports fan recently? I have not. Okay. Uh, open the door and see if, if Krista's in yet, would you? Krista? <coughs> yeah. I'm seeking a name. I think it's Ron Christ. Um, but um, we have a fellow that has joined us, and uh, I think his name is Ron Christ. And I forget. Is not Carl? No, Carl's with him. Oh, I see. There's two guys on the sports okay. band, typically. That's a show we air each day at 6 p.m. And... Um, Ron Christ is involved with Hawking College, but he's also um, yeah. he's also had a career in broadcasting internationally, and man, he is on top of things, and. Um, it's been really neat to have him join that group. Terrific. So uh, check him out, uh, Chuck, and let us know what you think. Chuck, I will. Uh, Chuck, I'm sorry. That's okay. I get that periodically. There was uh What the hell is your name? Scott. Scott. There it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> it's me. Boy, what a weird show, and we're already halfway through. <laughs> okay, let's let's get back to business here. How about history? Let's On do this it. date, 1381, Richard II in England meets leaders of the Peasants' Revolt on Blackheath. The Tower of London is stormed by rebels who, without, who enter without resistance. Boy, didn't we have something like that in Washington recently? Well, that's that's yeah. how some people are describing it. Okay. In 1645, the Battle of Naseby, Naseby, N-A-S-E-B-Y, in Lancastershire, the new model army under Oliver Cromwell and Thomas Fairfax beat royalist forces of English King Charles I. 1645. In 1821, Badi, the 7th, King of Senar, S-E-N-N-A-R. Where was that? And what 
what country was what is it named today? S E N N A R, a country. Anyway, he surrenders his throne and realm to Ismail Pasha, general of the Ottoman Empire, bringing the 300 year old Sudanese kingdom to an end. Okay, I guess we got it if we just read part of it. So, Sudan. Yes, Sudan. A city on the Blue Nile River. 1940. Auschwitz. Concentration and extermination camp opens in Nazi-controlled Poland with Polish POWs. Later, it expanded to include civilian Jews and gypsies. Get this now. Approximately 3 million would die within its walls. Auschwitz. Mm. 1941, Estonia loses 11,000 inhabitants as a consequence of a mass deportations into Serbia. Uh, no, Siberia. 1982, Argentina surrenders to Great Britain, ending the 70-day Falklands Island conflict. Okay. I remember that. Yep. Um, Famous birthdays. Harriet Beecher Stowe. Born in 1811, died in 1896. Kind of a nice-looking lady, in spite of this being a very old picture. Harriet Elizabeth Beecher Stowe was an American author and abolitionist. She came from the Beecher family, a religious family, and became best known for her novel, Uncle Tom's Cabin, which depicts the harsh conditions experienced by enslaved African Americans. Okay, um, another famous birthday. uh, This guy also not living, although far more recent. Born in 1928, died in 1967. Shea Guevara. S-H-A. No, C-H-E. G-U-E-V-A-R-A. Ernesto Che Guevara was an Argentine Marxist revolutionary physician, writer, guerrilla leader, diplomat, and military theorist, a major figure in the Cuban Revolution, His stylized visage had become ubiquitous, countercultural symbol of rebellion and global insignia in popular culture. Wow, that was a dictionary full of words. American? Uh, Argentine. Okay. Donald Trump's birthday is today. He's 76. And I guess the last one we have to mention is Steffi Graf. Her 53rd birthday. Tennis, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, great, great tennis player. Stephanie Maria Steffi Graf is a German former tennis player. She was ranked the world's number one for a record 377 weeks and won 22 major singles titles, the second most since the start of the Open Era. In 1968, and the third most of all time. She was terrific. She was also married to another tennis great, 
Andre Agassi. Mm-hmm. I think they are still together, as a matter of fact. Their children will be some there? great tennis players, I'm guessing, if they have an interest in tennis. Oh, is that right? Okay. Out in the hallway? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, famous death. Only two to mention. Um, Benedict Arnold. Born in 1741, died in 1801. He was an American military officer who served during the Revolutionary War. He fought with distinction for the American Continental Army and rose to the rank of Major General before defecting to the British side of the conflict in 1780. Can you imagine doing that? No. That would have been so complicated and so treacherous. Drat you, Benedict Arnold. Say again? Drat, D-R-A-T. I'm sorry. Curse you, Benedict Arnold. How about that? Oh, oh, oh that's... Uh, Slang, I see. Yes. Okay, the other uh, famous death is that of John Logie Baird. B-A-I-R-D. Born in 1888, died in 1946. This name doesn't ring any bell for me. For a split second there, I could have sworn it sounded like John Yogi Bear. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Logie. Logie Baird. Yeah. He <laughs> was a Scottish inventor, electrical engineer, and innovator who demonstrated the world's first live working television system on January 26th of 1926. He went on to invent the first publicly demonstrated color television system and the first viable purely electronic color television picture tube. Well, we're grateful for him. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. Which we now enjoy as a flat screen TV. Well. Most of them. Let's let's turn our attention to the news. (laughs) The first story I have in front of me says U.S. stocks. U.S. stocks fell into bear market territory yesterday. After the S&P, or Standard & Poor's 500, dropped more than 20% from an all-time high uh, just in January, a few months ago. <clears throat> Investors are wary of economic dur- downturn, analysts say. You think? After Friday's higher-than-expected inflation report showed inflation hit 8 0.6% in May. Mercy. The highest year-over-year growth since December of 81. The Standard & Poor's fell, uh, 500 rather, fell 3.9% at close. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 2.8%, and the NASDAQ Composite fell 4.7%. The market sell-off came ahead of the Federal Reserve's two-way, I'm sorry, two-day meeting 
over monetary policy, which begins today. The central bank may raise interest rates by as much as three-quarters of a percent in an effort to curb inflation. And such a move would be the steepest hike since 1994. It also would come on top of a point, uh, a half a percent increase in March and May. Well, it's kind of messed up right now. <laughs> to say the least. As, um, as we've been hearing, the House Select Committee investigating the events surrounding the storming of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th held its second in a series of public hearings yesterday. The panel primarily focused on efforts by former aides and allies of former President Donald Trump who say they attempted to disprove theories of widespread fraud in the aftermath of the 2020 elections. There was live testimony provided by, well, former Fox News editor Chris um, Steerwalt, who helped make an early call on Arizona to results during the election night, election bent lawyer Ben Ginsburg and others. The panel's key witness, former Trump campaign manager Bill Stepin, withdrew from the hearing shortly before the, its start to attend the birth of his child. The year-long effort has been led by the House Democrats and includes two GOP members, Liz Cheney from Wyoming, who's at large, and Adam Kissinger from Illinois, from the 16th District. As you may recall, that initial hearing was held on primetime television last Thursday. 20 million viewers watched it. That's that's a high number for such a thing. And uh, the next hearing is now scheduled for tomorrow at 10 a.m. Amazon. You know, they... You buy things and they deliver them, right? Yep. <clears throat> They're going to launch its first commercial drone delivery program later this year. They're going to do it out in Lockford, California. Um, of course, federal regulators like aviation and so on, they have to approve it. But uh, the idea is that an unmanned drone which has you know propellers uh, would pick up a box and take it to the site and drop it not drop it but I mean set it down drop it off there we go I thought they were doing that some already but evidently we were I, they didn't I, <coughs> excuse me I think 
some companies are. I mean, I've seen video footage of it on newscasts. Yeah, but maybe it was like, like experiments and stuff. I bet, you know, I don't think it was Amazon. I think it was, you know, individual companies checking it out, trying to see where they were on that. Hey, uh, <clears throat> incidentally, I saw where a Cincinnati area hotel, speaking of automated deliveries, yeah. is utilizing a robot to deliver things to rooms. Like meals and things? Yeah, that and uh, like if you call down and request extra towels or something, they have a compartment that this uh, robot has an extension arm that comes out. And how it does this, I don't know, but it pushes the button to open the elevator. It goes in the elevator and it pushes the correct button. Say, you know, you're on the fifth floor. It somehow can hit the fifth floor button. You know, have you ever seen two elevators alike? No. I mean... And I'm sure they've programmed this thing for that particular keyboard of the elevator, but just it's kind of mind-blowing to see that thing be able to hit the right buttons, and then it finds the right room, you know, because this, this hotel has a bunch of rooms in it. I bet it does. So it goes down the hallway and stops at the at the particular room that called for service. It has a compartment in it in the middle of it. You know, it's like a does a big it bow and say thank you. And I know it, it. It's pretty straight <laughs> up and erect. But I think it has a message board that said, you know gives the message of what what is being delivered. Mm-hmm. And you know, I saw the video of. <clears throat> a news person testing it out to see if it really worked and he called for extra towels and it brought it up someone put it in the compartment uh downstairs in the bottom floor where the laundry room is sent it up and the compartment's like a big st- storage bin like a a cooler so to speak okay a deep cooler area in there and the lid closed flat and secure so not does the does the um, does the robot put on a sweater before going in there? I don't think so. Okay, I did not see one on there anyway. But anyway, it got up there, and it it opened the compartment when it got to that door, and the guy reached in, got his extra towels, and said, "Huh, it works." But there's there's one hotel in the Cincinnati area utilizing that. Really? As a yeah, as an experiment, and apparently it's working out very well. Wonder if you could ask it to uh, shower your back. Uh, it's pro. Well, I think you're going to have to probably bend down to do that. I'm not sure if you want that in water anyway. It might light up the current in the water. You know. 